You're listening to the Better Health Podcast with April, a platform dedicated to coaching women in areas of health, lifestyle, and legacy by speaking with leading health and wealth experts and with the goal to inspire women to thrive in their lives today and in the future. Now, on to today's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Better Health. Caitlin Townsend and I are here and we are going to be chatting about what are we doing for exercise in the winter. And a lot of times winter is not the easiest to make sure we're getting that workout in. Um, So we're going to talk all things exercise. We're going to tie hormones into it because we know that, you know, not every week are we going to be doing the same thing. And I'm excited for you guys to hear what we have to say. So welcome, Caitlin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be back. Ditto. Let's, let's go for it. So I'm thinking about this winter and honestly, like I, I like to run somewhat when it's warm out, but when it's winter, I, you can bet that I'm not going to go running outside. It's probably icy. It's cold. So I have been utilizing the indoors for working out. What have you been doing? Yeah. So, oh my gosh. So I am not a runner at all. (laughs) That is not my style, but some people love it. (laughs) I know. I know. I wish I had that like trait where I just love it, but I just do it sometimes just to do it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Um, You know what I've been really trying to do this winter, um, even though it's cold out and everything is just to get outside and do like a little bit of walking, you know, so some fast paced walking just to get my heart rate up, get as little, as much vitamin D as I can get. Um, and just to, cause we're always like stuck inside. So it's just like, Oh, fresh air. And like, this this is great. And a little bit of nature. And so I've been loving the walks. I, I love walks so much as well. And even though like my main core workout, if I work out in the day is usually going to be inside, I'm always trying to get outside to get that fresh air because, you know, it's not good to be cooped up breathing in the same old stale air. You get the, you know, the breeze, you got the sun on your face. It's just so good for you, not only like getting that exercise in that walk, but it de-stresses your body. It helps you to clear your mind. Like being outdoors is so, so important. It really does. It like, it changes your mood. Like if you're stuck inside and you're feeling down or depressed or whatever, and then you go outside, you're like, Oh, wow. This is like, you know, oxygen. (laughs) I know. I know. And like being in Colorado now, what I really want to try to do just because it's just so beautiful as well is like do a hike or a walk in the mountains. And like, I mean, the mountains are so crazy cool. And so why am I not going and doing hikes more often? I know. I know. I know. Like, busyness gets in the way, but it's here and it's a great workout, works your lungs. And so I really need to do that. (laughs) Yeah. So another one of my like new year's kind of resolutions that I I haven't started yet, but I've really been wanting to check out is Qigong. Have you like heard of any of that? Uh Oh, so it's kind of like, to me, it seems like this, like really great kind of slow moving yoga thing. Um, but it's, it's been around for like ever, as long as yoga has. So I'm sure for like hundreds upon hundreds of years, you know, and um, I think, um, you know, it's practiced a lot in like, probably like older Asian communities, but okay. it's like all about balance. And just like, um, just imagine like doing yoga really, really slow, but you would think it would be super boring and not work your muscles at all. But if you have to hold a pose for a long time, that it's like very strength, you know, like core strengthening. 
it takes skill. And I'm thinking about, you know, with our hormones, like I touched on it briefly in the beginning, how we can't do the same thing every single week. That would be so good for, you know, the end of your luteal phase when you're starting to approach your menstrual cycle. Um, Have less energy. Yeah, Yeah. totally. totally. And focusing on strength during that time is so vital and not like crazy rigorous, you know, upbeat type of workouts um, because that could really inhibit your progesterone from being produced because it's too much stress in the body. So like that would be perfect. It de-stress you, build strength, still getting that workout in. And definitely. Yeah. Like I hear that are like, I only do, you know, like stretching Pilates yoga for my workouts and I've lost so much weight. Well, I wonder why, well, they're de-stressing while also building that muscle. Exactly. I feel like if you are doing cardio all the time, you know, all the time, all the time, so many women do, then it just is like, it's kind of affecting your hormones. Totally. I did track in high school. And so every single day, it didn't matter where I wasn't at my cycle. I was doing a lot of running, a lot of sprinting, all of that, which was great. Like I was in great shape, but I wasn't getting my cycle. You know, I wasn't getting my period every single month. And that is a sign like, you know, I don't know if you've heard of our period being the fifth vital sign, but if you're not getting it, that's a sign that something is off in your body. No matter if you're getting that amazing exercise in, like if you're not getting your period, something's up. Definitely. And that's so important too, to, um, to start to listen to your body and not just push through these really hard exercises because you feel like this is my new year's resolution, or this is like my goal. I have to push through this, like listen to where you are at in your cycle. If you're on your period, you're not going to have that much energy and it's okay to rest and take a break and not do as much, you know, hard work and maybe save that, you know, hit workout for your follicular phase exactly. or your ovulation. Yeah, totally. And like, I get it. If there's people listening and they're like, oh, like not working out in a day or not going for that run in the day. Like I get it. It's hard to comprehend that because you think that's going to set me back so much. But in all honesty, like if you are, your body is going through a lot, you know, whatever phase you might be in, like end of the luteal, the menstrual, whatever, that workout, that intense workout is going to really, you know, produce more stress and inflammation in your body. And you might end up gaining a little weight, or you might realize, wow, I'm not really losing the weight or maintaining like I thought I would and or like, like I was elsewhere in the month. And so it's like listening to your body with that. Exactly. Yeah. I had a client who came to me and she was like, I can't lose this extra five pounds. I've just been doing, you know, cycling and I, you know, I'm exercising every single day and she would be on the bike for like an hour every single day. And I'm like, this is why you have to, you know, you have to slow down. You're putting too much stress on your body with that cycling, that constant for one hour every single day that it's raising your cortisol levels and you're not getting rid of that belly fat. Right. So that's, that's where that cortisol likes to hang out is around that belly. And, you know, also if you're like, why am I not losing it? I I'm limiting my calories and I'm working out twice as much. Well, it's actually like, if you look at that, you're limiting your calories and you're working out too much. If you increase your calories, but maintain that workout where it's, you know, actually good workout, let's say the follicular phase, 
you'll find that like your body is getting the nutrients it needs. Otherwise it's going to store fat if you're not eating enough. And I know a lot of women tend to think I just have to restrict calories and work out more, but you know, you have to make sure you're still eating enough. Exactly. Definitely. Um, so another exercise that I like to do in the winter time, um, because I don't want to go outside if it's so cold all the time is have you ever heard of, or have you ever done any rebounding on like the little tiny trampoline? Oh my gosh. I (laughs) literally just started doing this like a few weeks ago. So fun. It is so fun. (laughs) It's like, who would have thought I'm getting a workout and like your lymphatic drainage system. Is exactly. Really getting that nice. Boost. But you feel like a kid, like when you get on it, I feel like I'm in like one of those bounce houses. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's like, if you're in like a mood or something like that, you can't help but get out of a mood and like get like, I just start laughing hysterically when I'm on it. And it's actually a really good workout. I, I didn't think that it would be. I'm like, eh, what is this going to do for me? But if you try doing it for like you know, five to 10 minutes straight, it's seriously an awesome core ab workout. Yeah. I was just going to ask you, like, where do you feel it the most? Because I mean, a lot of people would probably think the legs, but hearing you say your core, it's like, yeah, I feel it totally. as, a core as well. <laughs> totally. Because, you know, it's just like, it's really good for your knees. So if you're not a runner or, you know, yeah, you're not a runner, then um, it's excellent for your joints. Um, and you're just like, you're tightening all your core muscles with the uh, constant jumping. Um, and yeah, really good for your, all your, your joints. Totally. Yeah. That, and that's huge because, you know, a lot of people, especially as you get older, your joints are just not as oiled as they should be, um, due to inflammation or, you know, like there's so many different culprits that could lead to that. So this is a great side or a great exercise alternative to, you know, running that can be very hard on the knees. Yeah. And then if you're like, no, I don't want to go out and buy like a whole nother, you know, piece of equipment or anything like that. The simplest thing that I do every single day is um, I just do like while I'm brushing my teeth, you brush your teeth, you know, at least twice a day, hopefully then, you know, while you're brushing your teeth, I'll just do like squats So it's like, you're standing there anyways, not doing anything, probably just looking at yourself in the mirror. So (laughs) so much alike because I literally am doing the same thing where I'm like, I'm, you know, brushing my teeth. So I might as well like squat while I'm at it or just like, like half squat. Like, yeah, that is so funny to bring that up because I do these same thing. Like, why not? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and then a lot of people in the winter, you know, you kind of get stuck in a rut sometimes where you're like, oh, you know, I'm not going to go outside. I don't feel like doing anything or, you know, it's just like, you can't get motivated. So I always try to like attach a workout or something that I want to create like a new habit to an old habit. So like you get up in the morning, you make your bed, then maybe you do some yoga poses, you attach it to your old habit. So like you always make your bed, or maybe you don't, whatever your habit is, but I always make the bed in the morning and then I'll do like my yoga stretches. And it's not like it has to be for half an hour. It could be for five to 10 minutes and that's it. And you're doing it every single day. And it adds up when you do these little things. Totally. That is such a great tip. And like, you know, thinking about the things that I do every single day, like one thing that I try to incorporate in is when I'm sitting down, let's say I'm checking emails or I'm doing something on the computer or writing or reading is like, rather than just sitting, I like to, you know, almost use my arms and like 
try to lift myself out of my chair and like hold it for a little while or like you know kind of work my abs where I lift my legs up and it's like I'm like lifting my legs so my abs are getting that workout while I'm doing whatever it is on my computer you know you can be creative if you're feeling like you know, you're working some muscles as you're sitting down, lifting your legs or whatever it may be, like you're getting a workout in, you know, and it's so easy. You're doing it at the same time as everything else. Such a good idea because I mean, how many of us have office jobs, you know, where you're sitting like nine to five and no one, like you're not getting up and you're not getting any, you know, blood flowing and everything is kind of stagnant. And then we have digestive problems and then we have all these other problems. So that is so good just to be constantly trying to, you know, work some muscles. Mm -hmm. Totally. I agree. Wow. Yeah. I mean, in the winter it is so hard, but like, it's important to just stay moving to keep our lymphatic drainage system going and getting the walks in the fresh air. And if you're indoors, seeing how you can be most efficient with the little things, like a lot of great takeaways. (laughs) Good. So awesome. Anything else that you have to say in regards to working out in the winter? Um, you know, like maybe one more tip is that, um, you know, I love to listen to different podcasts and, or music or something like that. Um, well, maybe two. So dancing is one of my favorite things. So if I can like, you know, um, be dancing in the kitchen while I'm cooking or something like that, or if I'm listening to a podcast then I can just grab, you know, like some five pound weights and, you know, alternate and just do like a little bit of weights, small weights. This isn't like anything heavy or crazy. And you alternate, you do like some weights with your arms and then you do maybe some squats or some jumping jacks just to get the heart moving. It doesn't have to be anything like crazy long. It could just be for literally like 10 minutes. And it's just like consistency, like doing it every single day. And, um, you know, it's going to just chase away all those winter blues and really make you feel good. Exactly. You know, I think about when you work out, like endorphins are released and endorphins help your mood. So, you know, if you're getting those little movements in, you're maintaining your, your happy mood. And so exactly a lot of great things. Wow. Awesome. Well, it was so good chatting with you, Caitlin. I'm looking forward to the next episodes to come. We hope everyone listening enjoyed our talk and don't forget to um, rate, review, share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram. Always good stuff on there. And we will talk later. Better Health with April offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional.